Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue. And please tell me that my voice is recording. Yes, this time. your voice is recording. That would be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a little mix up uh, there again. Um, and we won't talk about my lack of technical savvy. savvy. I, I guess maybe you get what you pay for, huh? <laughs> maybe we need to be paying for <laughs> If I triple your salary, it doesn't help, no, does it? It doesn't. Because zero <laughs> times three, three is zero. zero. Yes. <laughs> Well, before we get started on today's topic, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. It can even be a bad one if you'd like. Um, if you're really mean. If Well, you know, if you give us a one-star review, tell us why. Exactly. Someone, exactly. Gave, us, someone gave us a one-star review. Did they? Yeah. Someone also, someone gave us a four-star review. This was very nice. And they said, I'm giving this four-star review, good podcast. Uh, I can't hear Mallory or something. Well, I've also heard that some people don't like that you talk over me. You're right. Excuse me. But that's Did how we to, that's how but, we live. But, 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 no. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I think we fixed that problem, though. We went back and remixed all of the podcasts yeah. for the uh, so that both of our voices come out of both stereo sides or something. Well, so, we should put a microphone up at like our dinner table when all three sisters are present. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and see if anybody can tell who's talking. Yeah, over who. Yes, right. that's right. That's right. I think it's funny because I would say maybe you talk over me more in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. we should have somebody follow us around when mm -hmm. we can afford that kind of study. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or do we want to afford that kind of study? So uh, today's, today's podcast topic is burrito pillowcases and uh mom when did you first hear about burrito pillowcases i i'm thinking four to five years ago but yeah i think that's probably it and i you know i don't think i paid a lot of attention to <laughs> the fact that someone was calling it burrito pillowcase i pretty much i think was secure in the fact that i'd probably made any and any kind of pillowcase possible in my whole life, so it was just something someone had renamed. Right, and uh, I, when I first heard of burrito pillowcases, somebody brought a pillowcase to club and was like, we all made these pillowcases, some kind of, you know, like something, charity event or something like that, and they, and we did it in the burrito way, so all the edges are finished. And that's what they said, and I was like, oh, okay, and I like didn't get to look at it. Right. And I was like, oh, all the edges are finished, and I thought, that's how our pillowcases are, that all the edges are finished. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so then it happens again, and somebody's like, burrito, or they, what, isn't there another word? It's not, jelly roll is not the word, but I don't no, know. I Enchilada, don't know. something, you know, pillowcase technique. So all the edges are finished. And I was like, so, so that's. Pierogi pillowcase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kalachi <Kalachi> pillowcase. <laughs> you know, 
you like make the pill? They said like you don't you put the band on first or what? And I was like, how can all the edges be finished then? And I'm, I right. I don't have the best du- sense of direction, right, mom? Right. Oh, sense of direction? No, no not at all. But I am not pretty, at all. I'm pretty good spatially. The North Star could be like on her forehead, <laughs> and she wouldn't know where she was. But I think I'm pretty good spatially from having. Yes, had, no, spatially, you're you're second to me. Yeah, having spatially. had you as a mom, somebody yes. will like show me something. I'm like, right. I think I know how that's made. Like I can picture it flat out. You know, pattern pieces. Not all the time, but you know, I'm okay at it, right? And I was just like, how can all the edges be be finished when they do it like this? And finally. Because they were lying. Yes. (laughs) I see somebody's pillowcase. And I'm like, there are threads sticking out the end of your pillowcase. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no. No, they're not all enclosed. And they did a French seam. Okay, they they right, had right, right. But there was still like the you know when you do a French seam, there's this little edge on that right, sewn right, right, side. Right, right, right. Exactly. No, it's, it's, if there's an open yes. area, yes. And I, you know, I was tempted to entitle. And there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Unless you've learned better. <laughs> Unless you want to. Now I do know why they do this pillowcase technique for charity reasons. For charity sewing. Because you can cut it wrong, it can be cut wrong, put together, and then you can like sew it up. Okay, but the way you do mine, you can't <gasps> even know, cut I it wrong. But what if, what, well, but what if like you get some volunteer who's like, I've sewn a lot and I can cut perfectly or something that's, like that. That's almost all the volunteers. Well, uh, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so I guess I understand right, why this right. is done in some environments but like right. okay so so i'm just saying like but not, it's not easy to sew even if it's nope. cut correctly it is really not it's that not, easy it's to not manipulate it's not that easy to sew i feel like maybe just take the time and teach people how to do this other pillowcase technique but i you know i don't want to completely discount this if you like to make pillowcases right. this way great but we don't like to make them this way for the reasons that right. we will detail now um <laughs> so talk to me about how you make a pillowcase and you're talking about just a regular pillowcase. Like regular, I would approach a regular pillowcase with a band. To put on your bed. Yeah. Okay. So it's a pillow. It's a pillowcase for a queen size bed pillow, right? Like Okay. A normal, do we have a decorative band on it or is it just one piece of fabric? And then it's got a band. It, you okay. want it to have a band. Okay. It's got a band. Okay. It has the, a band. Because we're comparing it to that burrito pillowcase. Okay. And the burrito care. You're right. It does. Yep. The burrito pillowcase does have a band. Yeah. Okay. And it, well, and you know, we'll have pictures and stuff in our show notes, but okay. for those of you just listening right now, it's got a band. Okay. So I, I certainly decide what size I want my pillowcase, standard king queen okay. or airplane, because mm-hmm. there's that little bitty airplane mm-hmm. pillow that we travel pillow we go around with sometimes. And a lot of times I would teach pillowcase class with that size pillowcase sure. so we could make like several or uh-huh. something. Um, so basically... Let's say we're just going to have one color band and the body yeah, color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No decorative anything sure, else there. Sure. All right. So what I do is I will cut the body of the pillowcase, mm-hmm. measure that to the proper size, and it is basically a big rectangle. Uh huh. Okay. Because there's going to be a seam on the end, the yep. short end, uh-huh. and there'll be a seam on the long end. Right. If that makes sense to everybody. Yeah, so there's a seam that would be like in the... Uh, At fa- the end of the pillow. Right, right, that's in the center of the bed, right? Like it's... If that's what you would call it. You're, you're confusing people Am I confusing that, people? I okay. I don't know. Well, it's on the end of the pillow. Right, where the you end dro- of the pillow. You right. drop the pillow in right. there. Right, yeah. right. Uh-huh. The, like the length where you would slide the pillow. Sure. Right. 
Okay, and then there is the the long side of the pillow. Yep. Okay, so I I would basically cut that, you know, and it winds up being a rectangle that I'm just folding over, and I'm only sewing it on the short end, and then the long. So I've got you know, one side doesn't have a seam. One side's open, and one side's side's open, open and one side doesn't have a seam. And one side's just folded over. Yeah, correct. And then the band is cut Uh twice its depth. Yep. Okay. So if I have a decorative band on there, say that's three inches, Mm -hmm. it would be cut six or six and a half inches because I need seam allowance. Yeah, double plus seam allowance. Right, right. Okay. And then what I'm doing is I'm cut, I am sewing that into a circle. Yep. Right sides together, and I am, I'm sewing over the short ends of that, and and I have a band that is basically open. Yeah, you made a big loop. I made a big loop. Yep. Okay, and now I'm going to put wrong sides together yep. in closing that seam because we're enclosing all of our seams, <laughs> right? Yep. Okay. So I have, and I may even press that. I probably wouldn't. I don't like to press until the seam is sewn. Yeah. But that's a podcast. That is a podcast. Okay. So I'm taping, taking that that loop, and I'm taking that seam that I made on that side, and I'm matching it to the seam on the side of the pillowcase, right? The yep. long edge of the pillowcase mm-hmm. where I have the other one. And basically, I am s- right side to right side. Yep. So I have that band down over the body, uh-huh. right? And I serge it with band side up on my serger. Yep. Okay. This can be a four thread or a three thread. Honestly, you're not going to like wear the pillowcase out in that spot. Right. Um, And uh, what I would call like a normal length in your stitch, like a three maybe, or could be even a 2.5, but probably a three. Um, And then I'm going to stitch in a circle around that and Again, as I say, the band side is up because when you serge, if you have a proper stitch going in your serger, the top serge always pulls around. Yeah, like it will face you. Just, I mean, you can't tell it. But so then when I finish serging in my circle and I take it off of there and I pull that band down, you know, that seam will flip up into the inside of the pillowcase. Toward the body of the pillowcase. Towards the yep. body of the pillowcase. And at at the hem of the bill, pillowcase, so to speak, you will see nothing. Yes. You will see an enclo- one seam that's enclosed along the, you know, length side, uh-huh. side uh-huh. of the pillow. But all of that will be a folded edge, which is where you need and the most fabric anyway uh-huh. because... That, that hem is where you get, honestly, the most wear on your pillow. Sure. Because you pull on it and, and all that's, of that. Yeah, you pull on it when you put the pillow exactly. in there or whatever. Exactly. And that's where you need the most yeah, reinforcement. So, so when, you've, when you're holding your pillowcase to put your pillow in there, right. you're holding on to that band, all the way around there is smooth fabric. That's right. There's a little seam in it. But when you but do... But it's an enclosed seam. It's an enclosed, You don't yeah. feel it. It's an enclosed, flat seam. When you do the burrito method, there's like... There's a there's, there's a, a seam there's sticking a up, sticking there's, out. Like there, imagine there, if there's you, a French seam yeah. that is there, uh-huh. and you see the end of the French seam. Yes, yes. It's not smooth. It's not. 
It's not what we call enclosed. Right. It's not an enclosed no. scene. And so that's what, so the burrito, if you don't know how burrito pillowcase is made, you know, look it up. There's a ton it's of it. It's not on our site. No, it's not on our site. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. There's a ton of videos on YouTube about it. And what they do, the scene that they end up enclosing right. is the one where the band attaches to the body. That's where that French seam gets made. But then it's not enclosed after that. Then they do the L seam that you described being your first step right. of your pillowcase right. at the bottom. And then that seam just gets run all the way up. Now, you described your construction as being on the serger. You know, I did, and you could do that on a sewing machine. So I don't know if this person who was like, everything's enclosed, thought that like a serge seam didn't count as an enclosed seam. Well, here's the deal. You can make that seam a French seam if you wanted. Right. It would be enclosed. You can make every but, seam a French seam. But my, <laughs> my thought is it would also be a little bit bulky. Bulkier, yeah. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Um, you, could all, you could also use your sewing machine, make a regular seam, and just do an overcast, you know, sure. zigzag stitch on your machine. Or you can do what I call, like, a double stitching. Stitch your seam and then, you know, move over an eighth of an inch and stitch, and stitch it again, again. Huh. and you know you're not going to ravel. Well, I guess what I'm saying is if someone's like, well, wait, I, st I still don't like that serger construction because I see threads or whatever, right. do a French seam there, you know? And a French seam is where you actually, if, if you don't know what that is, it's where you sew wrong sides together first right flip it or trim flip right. it so right sides together so you have that finish in there but yeah i mean the i feel like those burrito pillowcases if it will that that exposed little you know yeah that bothers me more than something fabric. that's up farther in the yeah, pillow yeah well the other thing is i don't and i don't remember if you remember my class it's been i think it's been about five years since i taught this class or so but I used to teach what I called the $1,200 pillowcase. And you know that story? <laughs> yeah. I was, but I was, I love linens. I love sheets. I love anything that's fabric, of course. So I had come upon um, a set of sheets I saw in a overstock type store, like a Tuesday morning or Marshall's or something like that. I can't remember. And I, uh, I saw this set of sheets and I was like, oh, oh my God, these are beautiful. Oh, oh, I think I've got to have these. And I turned it over uh -huh. and <laughs> the price <laughs> on these sheets was like $600. Mm -hmm. 
which was a bargain because they were really $1,200 normally. Honestly, had I could, if I could have afforded them, I would have bought these sheets, okay? That, that's how much they turned me on, so to speak. They were just beautiful. I believe you used a very specific word. No, that was about another sheet, oh, but yes. okay. I have used that Maybe word before. Maybe after the message break. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I think... I think I think I have used that, described that before, yes. Anyway, I thought I have to ask the people if I can open this package and look at these because, you know, they have like a, a inventory tag on there. Yeah. Where you can't zip it open. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in the plastic thing. And I thought if they think I'm going to spend $600 for these sheets, certainly they'll let me look at them first. Yeah. And they did. They opened it for me, and I looked, because I thought, I've got to see how these suckers are made if they're worth $1,200. And they were. They I can't remember. They were very high count. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't remember what the thread count was, but it was high. And they felt, like, better than silk. You know, they, they were this lovely Egyptian, you know, long fiber, high count, whatever. And I look at the pillowcase, and I'm like, but and I had felt sheets almost as nice as this, or maybe as nice as this that cost less than a hundred dollars, sure. right? Now this is a king size bed, so I'm paying you know high price. I, I'm paying the most for my sheets, and uh, so I look at how the pillowcase is constructed, and I go, "Huh, I, I teach that pillowcase." <laughs> And I've always caused, you know, I, I can't remember what I used to call, call it. Um, I I started using it on my daughter Lindsay's bed because her I'd always find her pillow squirted out the end of her pillow. Uh -huh. And this had a, like, flap on it little, that would hold the pillow in. Yeah, right. A and flat I, I probably called it the Lindsay pillowcase at mm -hmm. that time. So after that, I started calling it the $1,200 pillowcase. <laughs> and, but I... Now, on that one, also, every single seam is enclosed. Right. Nothing shows. So, the and you can put a decorative band on it. There's all these things you can do that are, you are not limited to. So, I don't know what the burrito, I think, it's it, to me, it's, um, what do you call that? A gimmick. A gimmick, mm. yeah. It's, <laughs> it, there's something else to, to call the word, you know. Like a catch word, like like to, sure. to get people to pay attention. A burrito pillowcase has it got beans in it? What I you know make you interested or something? But it, like kind of like like a buzzword. I think a what, buzzword. That's that's a good word. I think what got me kind of disenchanted was just the the assertion that all seams were enclosed. It wasn't like I do this because you mean that it was kind of a lie. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They weren't like you know I have to make pillowcases this way because well in the. I have to, or or because I because it's a, it's the only way I know I can do it or something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The way we make them is like easier. Like you don't have to worry about rolling that up in the band and all that. Well, crap, not a, not only you know? easier, they're nicer. There's less bulk. Yeah. There's there's I could you know, we could sit down with two of them together. I can point it out to you. Um, so it is very irritating when somebody comes up with a gimmick or a word or something to me. And lead you in a certain direction. And here's the other thing. People are not as successful with those pillowcases as they are with some of the others. And that makes me angry. No, because I will buy something. If, even if it's, if, it's, if it's gimmicky and it works, I'm like, take my money. You know? Oh, <laughs> you no. Know, right? if, if there's you a know? tool, if and there's anything that I think gives me time, makes yeah, it quicker, you know? impresses me in any way, I am more than willing. And I might pay. But being I might, misled. 
You're, yeah. you're talking over me. I am talking over you. No, you're talking over No, No, <laughs> I will pay five extra dollars for the scissors to be fuchsia instead of black, you know? And I'm fully aware. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I, I want the fuchsia ones, you know? Oh, yes. But you, you, I, you just, they pandered to you and you ate they, it up. No, I did. I'm like, you got me. It's all right, right. though, because I'm mm-hmm. happy. But I'm sort of like, no, you're, you're telling people that there's this new technique that's like easier and it's... It's just not. It's almost like somebody made something up to make it harder. I know. And maybe we're super sensitive to this being people who have to teach people how to sew. Right. You know, and seeing like, we don't want to be too dramatic, but like seeing the heartache that can sometimes happen when someone is led astray. I think you know my biggest thing whenever we have, well, I say with a new employee, but old employee, you know, employees that have been around, whatever, anyone, what do I say to them about a class? You are not allowed to teach a class unless the person feels successful. successful. If you don't feel successful, I, you know, I don't care how if it's a simple class, an involved class, whatever. I do not want that class to be so involved that someone does or involved might not be the right or complicated, or whatever. Successfulness is how what makes you feel good, mm-hmm. not oh my god, I just took this class and paid all this money and I can't even do it. Right. Right. Um, you know, it, and that's why some of our classes, uh, like our, our technique classes. Right. You know, hey. We, we do things to build on technique. Yeah, come, come, yes. come make a, come insert three zippers. Right. You know, not, hey, come make this uh, tailored wool skirt for your first zipper insertion. Right. Or this Maybe. multi-pocketed, you know, 14-zipper diaper bag. Sure. Because... People become overwhelmed. Right, right. If they learn to put in a zipper, if they learn to make this kind of seam, if they learn to apply bias, they can make a diaper bag later. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of do their own thing. Well, I think that, uh, you know, <laughs> if you like to make burrito pillowcases. We're bur- sorry. No, well, I mean, burrito <laughs> on, man. You know, I mean, uh, do whatever. And it, that is true. If it is something you like to do. Yep. I, I don't and think anybody successful. has the right to discourage you. That's right. If you feel if you like it, if you want to do it, I'm sure there are people that wonder why the heck I make my own T-shirts when they can go and you know buy one at Target for eighteen dollars. Right. I, I'm sure they no, think I'm crazy. I, and I believe if there's somebody out there just burritoing away as they listen well, to this podcast, imagine all the people that. Can't believe somebody makes their own pillowcases. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. No, but if you know if that's the way you like to do it, then great. But you know, just or but if you're at home and you're like, I tried to burrito and it was so traumatizing or whatever, then you know you're not. We alone. had a very accomplished pers- uh, employee in our store that taught a lot of beautiful classes. I'm not going to name her because she she's actually got videos online that you guys watch, and we've got a lot of positive feedback. They came in and tried to make a burrito pillowcase, and she kept saying, I keep getting it, and I go, it's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not going to be ha- – it's not a good idea. Yeah. And she – we kept, like, taking seams out and redoing it, and I said – it's not a good idea. Let's make it the old way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And I, and I know. she finally did made it, you know, the way we had owned for years and she was much happier. Well, I think that kind of sums up our our burrito pillowcase discussion. I'm so glad to have got this podcast topic. It's been on my you list since subject. the beginning. Do, do it's you feel on my like chest. It's, it's a yeah. way, Do you feel lighter now? I feel I feel lighter. Freer yes. that the burrito pillowcase is no longer weighing you down. Yes. I'm happy for you. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. New episodes come out every Friday, so go to iTunes and subscribe. So long and goodbye. 
Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.